0: blog talk radio
1: you're listening to rolling toe with trucking experts kevin and mike beckett this is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck we'll talk about avoiding wear and tear knowing your suspension and axles and how to get more mileage from your tires we're on the audio road let's get rolling good evening this is Mike and this is Kevin and we're here to confuse and bamboozle you yep we've got uh, answers on tires and alignment and,
2: and they're all wrong
1: or they could but be that's right okay. some are right
2: you think we get lucky we get lucky once in a while we get lucky cool uh, let's see what's new and exciting new or exciting? we're not on the cell phone that's true we're not on the cell phone this we're week so far everything is working okay yeah Uh, Last week, I was in Wisconsin doing some training up there at a repair shop, and uh, Krug's Towing in Medford, Oregon. Nice group of guys. Should be okay. And this week, I'm going to Franklin, North Carolina to a little shop to do some training on Tuesday, and then on Thursday, I'll be in Wichita Falls, Texas, training in another shop. Mm Mm-hmm. And then
1: next weekend I won't be here. I don't no. know if Kevin's gonna be here. John won't be here. I will be in town. I haven't decided yet. He hasn't decided if he'll do a show by himself.
2: Because okay. I will be on my way to Atlanta to the North American Commercial Vehicle Exposition.
1: The new show. Yeah. And C V. Anybody wants to go there? Anybody in the Atlanta area, you should see Mike. I hope it works out good, but I understand the tickets for people who want to come in and view it are $100 a hundred bucks ahead. A hundred bucks. I can't imagine that. But do we have any to give away? Uh, I don't know. John handles that stuff. I don't uh, even know if we have tickets. <laughs> uh,
2: well, we had to pay to get into the show, and we paid a lot more than a hundred bucks ah. to have a booth there. But they say they're after the the big executives, the executives who would be buying trucks,
1: and that's who's supposed to be showing up at this. Mm. So, I don't know. We'll, see. well, that should be fun.
2: Yeah, kind of like a TMC show, I suppose. Sure. All right. Well, in either case, enough of this faulty raw. Um, <laughs> if you've got a question, push one on your phone dial, and it'll put you up in the queue so we know you've got a question for us. If you don't have any questions or comments, keep them to yourself. If you do have some, you may not like the answers you give, so that's just the way life is. That's true. That's true. Life. yeah Huh? Life. Life, yeah, life is that way. So we do have a few questions up here, so let's start with the first one,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it says area code 806,
1: 806. Well, I'm going to have a guess on where that is. Yes, you are. And my guest today is yeah. Florida.
2: Well, no, Florida doesn't have any phones working.
1: They were excluded from the conversation last week. I figured they'd... Oh, they're all back online? Back, okay, well, it? you're wrong. It's Texas. And okay. since he's in Texas, that means he's still in
2: Texas because you can't drive far you enough get to get out of, out of Texas, Texas in a day. All right, so let's see what Texas has to say. All righty. Push the button. Hello, Texas.
3: Hey, Mike. This is Carly. Um, yes, a, sir. I have a question. I have a uh, old Pete
2: 2002.
4: Okay.
3: And um, I had a shop, we had some. On the front springs, we had to get the bushings and stuff redone. Got Mm -hmm. that done. And um, I don't normally drive any of my trucks, but I was driving it. I took it in to get it greased. And the um, top and bottom dust caps, I guess, is what they called them on the kingpins, when they greased them, just popped right out of there. Well, that's not good. No, it's not good. So we put them back in. Um, but they don't seem to be going in tight. But the mechanic over there said that he's only heard of that happening when the kingpin's a war and it causes it to jump up and down. Does that make sense?
2: Well, did they pop out when you grease them?
3: Yeah, when they when they grease them. And, okay, well, you know,
2: yeah. That that just tells me that the the cap is not fitting into the top of the spindle or the bottom of the spindle properly, and maybe they're the wrong size. Uh, can you wedge them out a little bit so they fit a little tighter? Like add tape
3: well, to it. And we did. We yeah, we we kind of tighten them up a little bit.
5: Uh huh.
3: Um, but like I say, he's he said something about. He thought that if the kingpins were bad and they were bouncing up and down, it would push them out. And uh, I'm like, okay, so I figured I would call the expert.
2: Now, if, if if it was just the kingpin causing it, when you pulled in there to have the grease done, the the caps would be gone. Right. They wouldn't be there at all. Right. Okay, so right, I'm not buying that. Talk. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Okay. Uh, but I am buying that they're not fitting snugly in there, and if I could, I'd... I'd bend them out a little bit so they jammed in tighter. And if that doesn't work, put some duct tape on them. All right. Oh,
3: okay. Duct du- tape and then try them in. Okay. Yeah, duct tape fixes,
2: fixes everything. It's 100-mile-an-hour tape, duct tape. It'll fix anything. Duct
1: <laughs> tape. <laughs>
3: okay. All right. That sounds good. Now, hey, I got another question. I don't think there's an issue. But is mm-hmm. there a problem... Uh, running a three axle tractor <coughs> if you run super singles on one axle and duels on the other, I can't see why that'd be an issue but
2: well are are your all your tires low pro twenty two five tires yes, okay then theoretically, it shouldn't cause a problem because the wide base tires are low pro twenty two five tires too okay right uh, but what I would do, what I would be worried about is I would have a, a super single mounted and inflated, and I would stand one of your dual tires next to it on the ground, and the height difference between the two should be a quarter inch or less.
1: Well, that should be true when quarter it's loaded, too.
2: No, empty will be fine. Quarter inch or okay. less empty, and, and it should be okay. Okay? <coughs> now, okay. if they're more than that different for some reason, then I wouldn't match them up because what it'll damage is your drive gears. Right
3: right okay
2: Now, now why would you right. do that
3: well the reason that we were doing that was that um i was stealing some tires and wheels off of a couple other trucks mm-hmm. and i'm debating whether to get fixed or not and mm-hmm. so it was kind of like mixing and matching and Making everything work, and of course I wasn't at the mechanic shop when all this happened, yeah. I just find out this is what got done so you know hmm. that's uh that's one of the issues that sometimes happens,
2: yes, it is but my my personal opinion is I'd either run wide base on all my wheel positions or I'd run duels on all my positions right. just because it right. makes more sense and it feels better right. but theoretically. If they're the same height tires, you could do it, and it really shouldn't cause a big problem. It just looks stupid.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it
1: does. does. Now, what's your feeling
3: about...
1: Go ahead. uh, I was going to say the dual positions are going to wear slower than the single position also.
2: Yeah, because the dual position has 25% more rubber on the road than the wide-base
1: tire has. So you'll you'll see a faster rate of wear on the on the dual on the, on the single position, right? Which means needing to rotate uh, more often. Yeah.
3: Right. Okay, that's gonna look really weird. Okay. Yeah, it does. All right, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. So, and then what's your guys' feeling about putting some kind of a sealant um, in the tires?
2: Well there's a there's a, of, I, a product that I ran into called it used to be called Tire Lina, and then they rebranded it and called it stallion and And it's out of British Columbia, and it's a liquid that you pour in the tire, and it will self-balance the tire. It's that light of a fluid that'll balance the tire, but it also will plug up to a quarter inch hole. right And okay. sounds good. And I've and had se- several people in logging and construction that have used it and are really tickled with it because they don't have to fix flats anymore. Right. But I heard right. there
1: is that's one problem thinking. with it. Yeah. I, I heard there's one problem with it, and that's that uh, being in an in interior sealant, uh, when it's uh, still liquid inside of the tire, when it, when it does plug the hole, it can get between the casing and the tread.
2: Well, it can, but the one that I heard was that if it plugged far enough down in the hole, that water could come into the hole and get down into the steel belts and create some rust.
1: Also, because
2: it didn't seal it far enough in. Yeah. But, but the guys that I've talked to that are using it so far, I haven't had anybody come back and really say that's an issue. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. And what's your feeling on running um, retread super singles on the drives?
2: The numbers that I'm getting from the retreaders that I talk to across the country is that retread wide-based is failing on the order of 40 to 60%. I wouldn't run a retreaded wide-base until somebody can give me numbers that are up in the high 90% success rate. And
1: who knows how long that'll be. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah. 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 I was wondering, because I've listened to some of the shows, I used to listen a lot, and the one guy that was all about retreads, you know, I think he was way up there on his percentage, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, what about re-grooving tires? What's your guys' feeling on that? Did I lose you? On oh, no a
4: still there you still
1: there hello, hello.
2: Hello, folks. This is Mike again. Uh, our, our connection again failed. This is the third week in a row that it failed, so I'm calling in on my cell phone. Uh, for the fellow that I was talking to with all the issues and questions about tires and stuff, I apologize. I got cut off. I don't remember what we were talking about at the end, but you got, you got four good questions without a double price, so call yourself lucky and call back in if you want to. We are now going to look at a 740 phone area code. It's Ohio. it is Ohio, yes. And I bet he's still there because Ohio uh, University won their game against Army, so everybody's at home celebrating. Yeah, let's see what he's got. Hello, That's me. That's Hi. you.
6: All right, thanks for taking my call. Um, Do you one question. I uh, got an O six Freightliner uh, running Low Pro twenty twos on it. I just bought a ninety five Kenworth. It's got Low Pro twenty fours on it. Is there going to be a significant enough fuel savings to swap the rubber from my Freylander to my Kenworth and go to stay with my Lopra 22s? I know that a lot of it depends on the tire, but I'm just talking about the size.
2: I have no clue. I don't deal with fuel economy at all.
6: Okay. And then, I deal um, with
2: whether the tires wear right, and if they don't wear right, what do we do about them? Kevin Rutherford's the guy that knows all about that fuel economy and what the gear ratios do with a certain engine and all that kind of stuff. So I I apologize, but that's not something I do.
6: Uh, How about uh, the balancers? I've I've always ran Centromatics. Do you guys have any comment on those?
2: Like them. They're good product. Yeah, I have no problem with Centromatics at all.
6: Okay. I appreciate it.
2: Okay? All right. So have yourself a great day, and thanks for calling.
6: Okay.
2: Bye. Bye. Okay. We took care of Ohio. Simple enough question about uh, about uh, switching from low pro twenty twos to low pro twenty fours, and I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> All right, we got a seven one two area code. It is Iowa. Do you, do you think he's in Iowa? The weather's the weather's beautiful here. He's in Iowa. It feels like fall. Let's talk Iowa. Hello,
0: Iowa. Hello, Mr. Beckett. How are we doing today? I'm doing good. Do you know what Iowa
2: stands for? I O W A.
0: Eddie is out wandering around. That's us. That's us. I'm an Iweacon. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> I always claim that when somebody says I did, when I did something wrong, it's, said, "Well, hell, look at the plate. It explains it." There you go.
4: <laughs> your your your
0: your last, first caller. His last question was about regrooving tires. Oh, regrooving tires. Okay. Well, I don't know if he's still on or not.
2: But if you regroove tires, it's it's possible you have like I think five thirty seconds of regroovable tread. But if you regroove them, they are not a recappable casing anymore. Yeah. So if if they don't have any value to you, you want to regroove them and just throw them away, that's
0: fine. <laughs> right. Anyway, Mike, I qu- cool. called you here about a month ago. I had, uh, felt like the acid of my tractor was wandering around. He told me mm-hmm. to check my camber. Mm-hmm. It was not. I had a spring bushy in my Peterbilt. Um, I don't know, replaced all four of them here a year and a half. ago. So for whatever reason, that one just deteriorated and just was almost non-existent.
2: Now, is this, so. is this the uh, Peterbilt Air Leaf suspension?
0: Yeah, the old Air Leaf, yep.
2: With the two bolts that go in the front? Yep. Yep. Uh, when, when I used to have problems with those deteriorating, when I took them apart and you take the two bolts out, you take the small, you clamp off, and you undo the center bolt, you pull the thing yep. apart, where the bushings fit into that pivot hanger, there's supposed to be a metal ridge all the way around there that the bushings butt up against.
6: It's and the we center. Find yep. where
2: the get, yeah, the center gets worn out on the bottom. And so the bushing distorts in there and it wears out real quick.
0: But the, you know that that part would look good. But um, geez, I was going to ask you another question.
5: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's, let's a,
0: oh, uh, tire monitoring systems, pressures. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm, run, I'm, running, I'm running a Pressure Pro now.
1: I like it. Um,
0: I I have a couple little problems with uh, picking up from my back inside the handle. I think yes. it probably is a probably a sensor. But okay. what, I found on, what I found on Mike is uh, we've set all the pressures 120 on the tractor uh-huh. trailer as far as the drive and the trailer tires. I'm running 110 on my steer. Uh, uh-huh. uh, what the question I have is I'm using mechanical gauge to set all that. According mm-hmm. to the pressure pro, I am off anywhere from oh, 115 to 125 on both sides. Is that a is that a sensor issue? Do
2: you know? Yes. That's, if you use the same step gauge to set all of your tires, then all of those sensors should read the same pressure. Now, you, you might think you're set them at 110 or 120 according to your gauge, and they might all say no one 115, which means they'd all be off 5 pounds, or your gauge is off 5 pounds. But if they're all but they're, different amounts, it means yeah. that all of those sensors are not calibrated. Uh, is now, I'll
0: have to get a what, pressure pro to find out how to calibrate
2: them. Yeah, I'd, I'd get a hold of them. Um, the other thing that could be happening if you start up first thing in the morning and all the temperatures are the same, but then as you drive it and the tires warm up, if you find the outside tires are different, and The inside tires or something like that, that's just telling you how much the heat is increasing in the tires.
0: I understand that, but no. This is if I back up to the trailer, cold, and uh, of course it takes two, three minutes for everybody to get back on yep. the bandwagon. and, uh, Yep. Yeah, I will show anywhere from one fifteen uh, to one twenty three to one twenty four. Uh-huh. Yeah, I go down the road like I'm going down the road. It'll it, they'll show. You know, God, I got one right now showing one twenty eight. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, I understand. They go up with heat, and different locations will heat up different. So, right? Do they make? It's, does Does anybody make an interior sensor that does heat and pressure?
2: Yes. Continental, Continental Tire.
1: They okay. have
2: the CP, the uh, pressure check system. It's internal to the tire.
0: You,
2: you mount a rubber boot in underneath the tread. And then the sensors slip in this boot, and so they're not exposed to the outside at all. It's all internal temperature and pressure. And I, I, if I was going to go for a Cadillac, now that would be the one I thought.
0: Okay, it's not on the valve stem
2: then? No, it's not on the valve stem at all. It's on the underside okay. of the tire. Okay,
0: all right. I will look into that, sir. But I appreciate it, and uh, keep, uh, keep Northwest Iowa in mind.
2: We'll keep trying, buddy. You have a good day. All
0: right. Thank
2: you. Bye-bye. That was fine. Iowa, he was okay, right? Yeah. 301. 301. 30... There it is, one. Any guesses? West Virginia? Well, that's close. It's actually Maryland. And... Yeah, not not. Yeah, they actually uh, are neighbors to each other. He's not. No, five minutes you're out of Maryland. Yeah. Okay, let's see what he's got. Hello, Maryland.
6: How are you today? Are
2: you, I'm good. How are you doing? Good.
5: Good. Hey, good. I got a couple you, questions. Wait, and a minute, wait, a minute, wait a minute.
2: Wait a, wait a wait minute. A we got. We, wait a minute. We got to get it settled. Are you in Maryland or
5: out of Maryland? I'm in Illinois.
2: She's in Illinois. (laughs) Well, that's pretty far away from Maryland. Okay, what's your question?
5: Yeah. I remember you, right? I talked to you at a truck show one time, and I got a couple trailers that's not tracking just exactly straight behind me.
6: Okay. I remember,
5: right, you told me to hook a string around the tire and take it up 30 feet and bring Uh it in until it touches the front of the tire, and it should Uh measure three inches in. Am I thinking right or thinking wrong?
2: No, 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 no. It will measure something. It might measure three inches in. It might measure right even with the edge of the trailer. It might measure outside, okay? But once you get the measurement on one side, then you run the string up the other side of the trailer, and if it measures the same as it did on the other side, it's dead straight ahead. Okay,
5: Okay. now I'm having just a little bit of trouble here, and you're running that by me again.
2: Okay, if you run the string up one side of the trailer,
5: uh-huh.
2: and you bring the string in until it touches the front and back sidewall of that tire. Yes. And then you compare the string to the sidewall of the trailer, and if it's three inches under the trailer, that's fine. If it's even with the trailer, that's fine. If it's outside the trailer, okay? Then you string the other side of the trailer, and if you get exactly the same measurement you did on the first side, it's dead straight. But if one side, for example, is three inches outside the trailer and the other side is three inches under the trailer, it's off by six inches.
5: Okay. Don't, uh, with the crown of the road. don't you want... The right-hand side running just a little bit ahead of the left-hand side, or not?
2: Correct. And when I use the string, I'm shooting for the left-hand string measurement to be about an inch further away from the trailer than the right side is.
5: Say about it. <coughs> about an inch further away.
2: About an and inch.
5: 30, yes. And thirty feet, right? Well, up by the up by
2: the landing gear. Whatever that distance is on your trailer.
5: Oh, okay.
2: okay, okay. Okay, now there's one other thing. If you're looking in your mirror
5: uh-huh. and you've
2: got the, you're looking down the passenger side and you've got your drive tire sitting on the fog line, and your trailer tires are hanging over the fog line, you say, okay, it's dog tracked to the right, correct? Yes. Okay, but if you've got a 102 inch wide trailer and you've got a 96 inch wide tractor, it is never going to look right in the mirrors. Okay. Do you have a one on white trailer?
5: Yes. And what it oh. is you can see the lights completely on the left hand side, but on my right I got to move my head back a little bit to see the lights all the way back on the trailer. So I think it's tracking to the middle of the road of just a little yeah, bit tracking too that.
4: far.
2: Yeah. You run that string up the side, and once you get one axle set, then you can measure from the rim on the front axle to the rim on the back axle and set the second axle.
5: But you, the second axle you set dead straight to the front one, right?
2: Correct. You, as, as close as you can get to dead straight.
5: Okay. Now, okay. The, a, a spread axle, is it the same way? You you do it same the way. same way?
2: Yeah, but Same you have to one. have real okay. long arms to reach between the two axles to measure it with a tape measure.
5: Okay. Yep. All hey, I appreciate it, guys.
2: Not a problem, buddy. You have yourself a good day.
5: You too. Bye.
2: Bye. Okay. A trailer question. And we got that done. Okay, we got a few more questions. Aren't we out of time yet? Isn't it time to go home? I got four. I got to do more. Okay, all right. Uh, six, seven, eight. Six, seven, eight. Where are they at? Give me a guess. It's where I'm going. Not this week, but next week. Georgia. We're going to Georgia.
6: Georgia. Yeah, they're in Georgia.
2: It's beautiful in Georgia right now. Everybody's there. Hello, Georgia. <laughs> What's
6: happening, guys? You said you you what coming to Georgia fun? in a couple of weeks.
2: Uh, yeah, next—not this coming week, but the next week—I have to go down to the big truck show in Atlanta.
6: Oh, really? All right. Well, maybe yeah. I get to meet you over there and pull pull okay. some questions, more questions out of you.
3: All right.
6: Um, I yeah. got a problem with the uh, uh, freightliner Cascadia. Well, um, yeah, everybody got no a problem
2: with the freightliner Cascadia.
6: It's German.
0: <laughs>
6: um, I talked. T- I talked to you guys a couple of weeks ago. You told me that it was probably the uh, wheel bearings. I had the truck jacked up, and they shook mm-hmm. all the wheels and checked, and can't find any bearings to be They're loose. Tight.
2: Okay. Yeah. And you're wearing the inside edge of your inside drive tires.
6: Yes. And then it's yeah. kind of like the. It's kind of like wandering. Like if you let the steering wheel go, you know, you're not. You, you have to constantly turn it back and forth and then like if you run over like uneven grooves in the highway i mean it really take
2: off on you right yeah okay so it sounds like two problems then we've already checked the bearings in the rear so we can eliminate that so the next question is what weight drive axle do you have underneath okay now if you've got the trailer disconnected You walk up to the back of the truck. You're you're right up against the backup lights there. And the top of the rear pumpkin is right there in front of you. And there's a bar that hooks to the top of the pumpkin goes sideways to the frame. Right underneath that bar, right on the top, you take a rag, clean it off real good. And it will be stamped on top of that pumpkin, either a 9.5 or an 11. If there's a 9.5, that means the axle is 9.5 millimeters thick. If it's the 11, it's 11 millimeters thick. And the nine and a half thick axle is too thin. We have lots of problems with them. You drive down the road, you hit bumps in the road, the axle flexes, and it chops the inside edge off the inside tires. Okay. Didn't used to until we went to low-rolling resistance tires, and now it does it. So you may want to take a look at that as the next step for your rear end. Okay?
6: Okay, and that that would cause a vibration as well, the vibration that comes and goes?
2: It could, it could, once the tires start cupping, and then then it's off to the races and we've got problems, okay? Okay. All right, now, so when they were I jacking this up and checking the bearings, uh-huh. well, if you've got the 9.5, there's nothing you can do about it. Sorry, that's the axle you got, okay? Mm. Okay. But when they were jacking up and checking the <coughs> wheel bearings, did they jack up both sides of the axle at the same time and shake things, or did they jack up one wheel at a time, or what?
5: One wheel at a time.
2: Good. And did they put the bar underneath it and then put a socket down for Fulcrum so that they could really wiggle it good, or did they just shove the bar in there and try and pull on it?
1: Just shove the bar in there and try to pull on
2: it. Ah, well, they may have missed the stupid bearings anyway. The best way to check the bearings is you jack up one wheel at a time. And you know a tire iron has got a bent end on it, and then they've got a big lump of metal that they hook on the rim when they're prying the tires off? Well, if you put right. the bent end under the tire and you put an so- impact socket down to act as a fulcrum, then you push down on the end of the bar, it pops straight up on the tire, and it goes clunk, clunk, clunk. Okay? Okay. So if if somebody's going to check your bearings again, if you look at it and you don't have the 9.5 axle, or if you want to check the bearings again and you get somebody, you tell them to call me while they're going to check the bearings, and I'll talk them through how to do it right. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right, very good. You got a pencil and a piece of paper? Yes. Let me give you a phone number. Okay? Okay. Now, don't tell anybody else. Nobody else will know this phone number but you and me. Everybody stop (laughs) listening. Okay? All right. It's (laughs)
6: 515-491-5731. Okay.
2: Okay? All right. So when they're checking the bearings and they want to make sure they're doing it right, you tell them to call me and we'll talk them through it. Right, the second thing that's causing the truck to road wander to follow cracks. I think the toe is wrong in the front end of your truck. Okay? And okay. if you want to, you could measure the toe with the help of a friend, or you could have somebody else do it, but again, I want them to do it the way I want it done cuz they'll miss it if they do it wrong. Okay? Right. So when you get ready to check this toe, once again, you got the phone number, you call me. I'll talk you through how to use it now. In order to check the toe, you need you need three tools. One, you need a tape measure. It's got to be at least 12 foot long. Okay? Mm-hmm. Two, you need a roll of duct tape. And three, you need an ink pen. Okay?
5: Okay.
2: And with those three tools and a helper, I can talk to you through how to measure the toe in the front end of the truck.
1: Okay. And that's on the steer axle?
2: Steer axle, because that's where I think your road wander is coming from.
6: Okay? Okay. Okay.
2: And if uh, I see I you in Atlanta, it. we can talk you through it down there.
6: Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right. You bet.
2: You, you have a great day. You too. Bye. That was cool. That was good. We did all right. Three more. I can't do three more. I'm running out of energy here. Oh, I only got a 20-minute nap today. 616. Your guess. Uh, <laughs> New York? No. 616 is Michigan. That's the state where I was born. There you go. Yeah, I think so. Let's find out.
6: Yeah, they're, oh, and, hello. they're
2: going over Mackinac Bridge.
6: Hello? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Are you there, eh? I'm here, eh? Can you, can you, are you hear me are there,
6: you driving eh? Over, are,
2: are you driving over the Mackinac Bridge?
6: Uh, today I am not, but I've been across it. Oh, I can't count the times. I can't count the times. Where'd you Where'd you grow cool. up over there in Michigan?
2: I was born in Highland Park, which is a suburb of Detroit.
6: Oh, I know where that is. Sure. Sorry, about and that. And when I was
2: well, that's okay. When I was three years old, my my folks moved to San Diego, and that's where I grew up.
6: Gotcha. I grew up in Escanaba, there. eh? up there Escanaba, across across eh? the bridge. Oh yeah, I there. Know where that is. In there. Yeah. 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 Nice, nice town. Nice area. Up there. Yeah, they get a they get we live little in, snow. We li- yeah, just a little bit. Just a, just little, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. We live in South Texas now. We live in San Antonio, and I talked to you a while back, but you mentioned the racetrack uh-huh. out there. Anyway, but uh, yeah, my wife don't want to go home. I keep asking her, "You want to go back to Michigan? No, 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 no. No snow, man. No snow down here. Uh,
2: that that they don't have it, but they do
6: get a little humidity and a little heat." <clears throat> Oh, it's awful! Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm calling you. I'm calling you today about the uh, size of tire. I got a uh, '09 Volvo, which I'm thinking about getting rid of. I got I run mm-hmm. uh, 295 Low Pros on it, but I pull okay. a uh, double. I pull a double dropper an RGN with a detach, yep. you know. Yep. And I'm looking at and, uh, you know, with the ELD thing and a you know, whole other ball game. This is an '09 and. You know, I do mm-hmm. a lot of oversized stuff, so I get hung up in the cities, and I gotta wait sometimes for curfews. I, anyway, I'm thinking about going to either a Fitzgerald glider, or just going to try to find a 99, 98, 97 something. Got but it. I'm wondering with my with my RGN, sometimes I drag pretty low on the ground. hmm If mm-hmm. we going to we going to taller rubber, would that help me at all? I mean, I know it would get me up in the air a little bit. And is I it? heard you say, you know, you don't do a whole lot of mileage stuff. You don't get into that kind of stuff. But I'm wondering, what would, uh, the, what would the taller t- rubber help me with? Or is it just maybe am I better off with the low with this 295s I'm running now?
2: Okay. All right. All right. In Canada,
6: they don't run low profiles.
2: They run 11Rs. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They get better ground clearance. And yeah. A lot of them are actually running 11R 24s. Because they want some yeah. ground clear, okay?
4: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now
2: Why do we run low pro twenty two fives where they run eleven R twenty two fives? Good question. The the low pro sizing came over from Europe, and when Michelin brought that over here and says, "You guys really need to run this low pro," the way they sold it in the U.S. was because we have a tax on our tires from the federal government based on the weight of the rubber in the tire. Okay? Oh,
6: okay. Well, a low
2: pro 225 tire weighs less than an 11R24 two tire. So they went to okay. all the major fleet buyers who buy tires for the big fleets and they said you can save $100,000 a year if you will switch the low pro 225s instead of 11Rs cuz you're going to save all this excise tax cuz the tires are lighter. Yeah, okay. And that's what yeah. pushed them into the U.S. Now, all in right. Canada, they don't have that tax on the weight of the tire. So they were never able to push that up there. So they just run 11 hours.
1: Uh-huh. Okay? Now, yeah.
2: I don't personally know of any other real advantage that the low pro tire has over the 11-hour tire. Over all the years I've been in here, I've never seen one or the other give me that much difference in tire performance, overall tire life, irregular wear, anything else. All right? Yeah. Now, as far as fuel economy, I don't know buckets about fuel economy. Yeah. But I do know an 11R22 5 tire versus a low pro is about an inch taller. Yeah. And if you go up to an 11R24 5 tire versus a low pro 22, it's about two inches taller.
6: Two inches. Sure. Sure. Okay. So help it, help it with clearance, and I, you know being taller off the ground, you know I'm probably gonna get a little more drag with the wind. But I'm mean, again, I know it's a different story. But in terms of overall performance the, of the tire, go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
2: As far as the performance of the tire for anything but fuel economy, I I really don't care which one you want to run. They both yeah. they all perform.
6: Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. That's good information. I I always wondered. You know, I mean, I got you know. When I bought this truck almost five years ago, I had low pros on it. I just kept them on it. You know I mean? I wasn't going to change the mm-hmm. wheels out, you know? Mm-hmm. And now and I'm looking at do the doing same.
2: You could stay with the same 22 wheels but go to tall 22 tires.
6: Yeah, but you've you got the 24s, though. Setting.
2: Well, yeah, if you want to go all the way to 24s, and and both of those are going to change your gear ratio, and both of those are going to change your speedometer and odometer setting.
6: Oh, Yeah. Yeah. The um, Do you get into gear ratio stuff at all or no? Not a bit. I don't know no bupkis about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned a little bit about the tires, so that's good information. I sure appreciate you. I don't get a chance to listen to problem. you very often, but I sure appreciate when I do, I the knowledge you share with us, so thank you very much.
2: Okay, we. Well, you know you can stream these programs. You don't have to listen to us on Sunday night.
6: You know, I guess I didn't these realize t- that.
2: These programs are all podcasts. You can go to the podcast on your phone. If you have an Apple phone, it's iPodcast. You can search it through any other. It's called The Rolling Toe Show. Mike Beckett, Kevin Beckett. You can search it. You can find it on several different things, and you can stream them anytime you want to listen to them. There's like 90-some episodes up there now.
6: Silly rabbit. Silly rabbit. (laughs) I'll have to look look for that. Okay, buddy. I'll, I'll have to look for that. Well, thanks again so much. I appreciate what you do. You're welcome. You have a great day. You too. Bye.
2: Okay. All right. We got that one done. <clears throat> that was the Michigan. The Michigander. 207. Is that in the U.S.? You think? It might be Jamaica. Nope. It's Maine. That guy's almost not in the U.S. Let's see if this guy has an accent from Maine. Maine. Hello, Maine, eh?
4: <laughs>
7: well, I I used to live in Maine, but uh, no, I actually live in Wisconsin now.
2: Oh, cheeseheads. I was up there last week.
7: Cool. Yeah, I just never got around to changing the number.
2: That's all right. Everybody knows where you're at. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So what's up?
7: Well, um, I think I'm suffering from the, the infamous... Uh, 55 degree wheel cut where it's wearing Ooh. on the, the outside edge of the right tower only.
2: Yeah, and a uh, Volvo or a Freightliner.
7: Uh, Cascadia day cab.
2: Yeah, Cascadia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many turns so, do you uh, wheel make? About two and a quarter. That'll do it every time.
7: Okay. Um, now the the wear pattern is it normal for that to actually be a even wear pattern all the way around, or whatever? Should
2: I have been expecting some sort of like a cupping? It usually starts as intermittent cupping, very small stuff, and then when you're driving straight, those intermittent cups will just eat themselves around the tire. And okay, it will up being a uh, whole, whole ribs gun.
7: Yeah, mine is more or less an even wear all the way around, mm-hmm. but
2: mm-hmm. because
7: this is a, a, a day cab and, you know, I do like. You know, tonight I'm doing, you know, five runs, you know, back and forth. So we do a a lot of backing and also into some tight turns. So I can kind of see
2: that being possible.
7: Um, Okay. Well, then uh, I have already talked to our shop about it, uh, trying Uh to see about getting the steering stops turned in. But he wasn't mm-hmm. very familiar with how to adjust that. Do you are you able to? You know, can you describe how that's done? Is is that something? Sure, uh, you know,
2: sure, really sure. Simple? You jack up the front end of the truck. You put it on jack stands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your wheels are straight ahead. Now, up okay. on the back side of the backing plate on the spittle on the right side, at the very top up there, uh, up toward the top, you're going to see a bolt sticking out with a lock nut on it. And if you look. Okay and turn the wheel, you'll see where that bolt will come over and hit an emboss them on the axle, Okay, a little pad that it bumps up against. So okay. what you do is you break the lock nut loose, you turn the screw out, and then you test turning the steering wheel so that the thing hits the axle when your steering wheel is just before two turns on the steering wheel. And then you lock the lock nut. <laughs> Does that make sense?
7: Yeah. Do I still got
2: yes. you? See? Yeah. Oh. So, okay, I thought I broke up Well, you might have, but you screw it out until that bolt hits the axle when your steering wheel is just reaching two turns on the steering wheel to the right. And then you turn that jam nut back in and lock it so that it doesn't back off on you.
5: All right.
7: Well, I will definitely let him know that, and uh, hopefully this will stop it from, you know, I know it's already started, so it's probably going to be, you know, just keep getting worse. I've only got about 53,000 on on the truck total miles, so, yeah. Right,
2: right. Now, what you could do is you could rotate your front tire side to side once you adjust the steering stop, okay? Mm-hmm. And then if the next tire you put there doesn't start doing it again, well, you fixed it. All
7: right. Uh, would it be uh, feasible tire on the rim to put that edge onto the inside or at this point sure you you can put the tire in the
2: rim if you want okay it won't stop the wear that it's already doing but at least you give you a chance to see if the outside edge is going to do it again not a problem buddy you have yourself a great day bye okay that's cool got that one done a guy from Maine who is now living in East Kansas
0: 256
2: Two five six. Two five six. Oh, I know where that is. Your guess. Not Minnesota, it's Alabama. Alabama. They got they got kind of run over by that hurricane. Yeah, they got a bunch of rain out of it. Hopefully this guy has got his goggles on. Let's see. Hello, Alabama.
8: Hello, gentlemen. Hello. I tell you, it is always good to get to chat with y'all and stuff. I don't get to a lot, but two questions. Oh, okay. Uh, You're going to be in Atlanta uh, when and for how long, sir?
2: Uh, the show starts on Monday, the last Monday in September. That's a week from tomorrow. Yes, sir. And it will be at the Atlanta Convention Center in downtown. And the show runs wow. Monday through Thursday.
8: Okay. Good. So you're
2: gonna be there every day then, sir? We'll be there every day. We got a little food. Awesome. We'll be sitting in there doing margaritas and shots and uh <laughs> trying to find something new that's interesting.
8: Y'all are gonna be kind of briefing and selling your product, correct? I mean you're not gonna be well, looking yeah, at trucks and stuff like that.
2: Otherwise, we'll, we're going to try and find the Hooters booth, and we'll be looking at the girls.
8: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the second question is the videos. I haven't had a chance to look at those yet. That uh uh-huh. We talked about probably three or four five months ago. Do those kind mm-hmm. of show you how to check your alignment and a lot of the stuff that's in your two books which I have and I love them dearly, but is the video does does it show a lot like the books do or, you know
2: there is a video there in there on how to do string and tape measure measurement of your truck. Okay. And uh, so that it follows right along your website shows you how to do it. Yep.
8: Okay, mm-hmm. that sounds like a winner. And what was it? Was it like 10 or $15 for like a week or $10 so? Or am I remembering for right? A
2: video, and then you can watch a, whatever video you pick. It's 10 bucks, and you can watch it for two weeks. Show it to as wow. many people as you want.
4: <laughs>
8: okay, okay. That's, that's all I had for now. But, fellas, I appreciate what y'all are doing. It's helped me immensely. Thank you, and God bless y'all. Keep it up. Thank
3: You're more you.
2: welcome, buddy, and have a good one. Thank you. Okay. All right, very good. We got that one done. Um, I don't know how to tell you this, but we have about 15 minutes left, and we have no questions left. You know what that means. Georgia, Georgia, the whole night through. How about if we do a dirty jokes? Can we do dirty jokes? You want somebody to call in with a question, don't you? You want them to push one on their phone dial just so you don't have to listen to me singing, don't you? Too bad. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. Um, let's see. What other things could I think of that would be of interest to anybody? Hmm, I don't know. You want to see if he did? Let's see if he's had another question. Do you have another question for me?
8: Yes, sir, I do. I do. I just thought of something. Right. Uh, sure. I had called uh, about two or three months ago about my steer, steer tires. One of yep. them started kind of wearing a little bit funny. I posted on Facebook, uh-huh. and you said probably yep. one of my uh, kingpins was kind of starting to go out. I think he said thrust bearings.
3: Could I took be it so into
8: yeah. I took it into the shop, told him what, you know, what, you know, I thought was going on and everything had already bought the king pins, sir. And, uh, mm-hmm. they come back in about 45 minutes and they said, look, uh, your kingpins are fine. Do you really want us to change them? And I said, did y'all check them? And they said, yeah, we jacked them up and did the side and we did the top. And mm-hmm. uh, they said, they're real, they're
7: real tight. Mm-hmm.
8: i uh, I bought new steer tires. I mean, it was time for them. One hundred ninety-one thousand miles I got out of my other ones, so it was time for well, me to bad. change them out. Yeah. And sure. uh, they were smooth, but now I'm getting that little shimmy
2: or shake
8: at the same mile per hour that I did on
2: the now, other ones. Let, let me let me describe the miles per hour again. Let's see if we got the same story. As you're going up to the speed range from forty-five to about fifty-five, the steering wheel will shimmy. When you get above fifty-five, it smooths out. And then when you slow down in that same speed range, it shimmies again.
8: Uh, correct going up, but coming down, it doesn't really do it.
2: It's okay. noticeable. All we need I mean, to do... you
8: barely can tell it.
2: Then then the toe is off just a hair, just slightly toed up, maybe a 32nd of an inch.
8: Hmm.
2: Okay. As, lo- as now, long
8: as it's wearing, my tread and stuff wearing okay, is that okay to leave it like
2: that or? You can leave it like that as long as you shimmy doesn't bother you. Does your truck tend to follow cracks in the road and hunch a little bit? No, sir. So Not I, since
8: they lined right. it, uh, re-lined it, uh it. Okay. You know, it actually stays in the road better. They do some type of string alignment. I had never mm-hmm. seen it, you know, mm-hmm. done before, but. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was kind of questioning, did they really know how to check the kingpins? Because I didn't tell them, you know, what you had said about the top, but. They said, look, we've, we've checked the side, we've checked
2: the top, and you have no wiggle room whatsoever. They yeah, said, what they're talking wiggle about is no wiggling. And the vibration that I was worried about wouldn't have been from it wiggling. The concern I had was that it was too tight, and it wasn't turning properly, and the thrust bearing in the bottom was bad. But that only occurs if it vibrates as you go up through the speed, and it vibrates again as you come down through the speed. If it's not doing it coming down, then it's just toe. Oh, okay.
8: And how did you tell me to check
2: that? Uh,
8: Because it's different than putting a tire on. It's tough to check that. What you have to
2: do is you have to set it on some turn plates or some garbage bags on the front end on it. Then you have to disconnect the tie rod and the drag link. And you have to physically try and turn the two front tires with your hands. And one Mm -hmm. of them will turn easier, and the other one wants to turn hard. Well, that's the one with the bad thrust bearing.
8: That makes sense. But again,
2: that only occurs, I only do that if it vibrates as you come down in speed. Up and down. Up and down. Then I'm worried about the kingpins. Okay. Okay,
8: sir. I've got 1.2 million miles on these kingpins.
2: They don't owe you a dime.
8: Right, but I'm, what I'm saying is, would you go ahead and change them or just keep riding as long as everything's looking good? I, I'd keep riding.
2: Thank you. And if you gave me any reason, then I'd change it. But right now, I'd just let them ride. Okay.
8: All right, sir. That's what I was needing to know. Thank you so much. Again, I appreciate y'all. You're welcome. You have a good day. You too. Thank you, sir. We've
4: got another one in a 928
2: area code. What do you think? Well, it starts with an A. Arizona, right? He's out there watching them uh, Cardinals play football. Are they done? Well, let's find out. Hello, Arizona. Yep.
4: Yep, you're talking Arizona, all right. You got that one. Did the card?
2: Did the Cardinals win or lose?
4: Oh, uh, I don't know. You don't know, <laughs> and you don't
2: care, like me.
4: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Any, what's going anyway, on? I just, I've I've always kind of been uh, curious. I know years ago on trailer hubs they used grease, then they went to oil, mm-hmm. and now they're back to grease. And I'm kind mm-hmm. of wondering what's the story behind that. And also, in uh, real cold weather, is the oil way better than grease as far as lubricating? Or is there a story okay. you can tell about all that?
2: I can give you a big story about that.
4: Oh, okay. Years
2: ago, we used axle grease in wheel bearings, okay? And you would pack the bearings uh-huh. with grease. Now, you got to remember that grease or oil in a lube end has four functions. One, it's supposed to seal the hub to keep contaminants out. Two, it's supposed to lubricate around the bearing. Three, it's supposed to carry any contaminants away from the bearing and isolate them. And four, it's supposed to cool the bearing surface. Those are the four functions you have to do. Now, with a grease pack bearing, it doesn't do a very good job of cooling because there's no flow of fluid from the bearing surface out to the hub where it'll transfer the heat and then come back with cool surface again. So grease pack bearings tend to run a bit hotter. Okay But okay. if there's any contaminant in there And the bearing is spinning It throws the contaminant away And it embeds it in this lump of grease And that keeps it clean and keeps it away from it Okay Okay The other advantage of a grease pack Is that you don't have leaky grease seals I mean that grease isn't going to flow out anywhere So you never have a grease seal leak Alright
5: Right, right. Uh huh.
2: Okay so it, it does some of the services pretty good then it went to oil bath bearings. Oil bath bearings cool better. They transfer the contaminants into the center of the hub, and then the centrifugal force holds the contaminants in the hub so it manages to clean it, it manages to cool it, it manages to lubricate it. And then it, there'll be a little film of oil on your grease seal, and you can see it when you take your flashlight and look, oh, there's a little dampness around it. That's the oil sealing it and preventing moisture from coming in. But Uh if the bearings are not adjusted correctly, you wind up with a lot of grease seal leaks. And because of the repeated grease seal leaks, people went to semi fluidic synthetic grease to go in there, which was supposed to be better than the heavy greases. And it didn't have the grease seal leaks that the oils had. But it's hard to figure out how much grease to put in there. And in cold temperatures, it got hard and it didn't move like it did in hot temperatures. And most people have gone back to oil bath bearings now and we just made the grease seals better and we teach them how to adjust the bearings better. My personal opinion, I want liquid in there. I want a good synthetic or 89 oil in there. Do it properly and it'll be fine.
4: Okay. One more quick question. I uh, I was up in North Dakota a couple of winters ago and we were having wheel seals that were leaking, and I had a guy Mm -hmm. tell me if you use a leather wheel seal, it puts up with the cold better, something about moisture freezes and tears up the rubber or something on a rubber seal?
5: Uh, Yeah,
2: everybody worries about what the different material used in the seal is, and I've gone back and forth between CRs, Chicago Rawhide, and, and, uh, and different brands and stuff in Federal Mogul, and What I find most of the time is the reason they're having a grease seal leak, even if it's in cold weather, is because the bearing wasn't adjusted right, the bearing was too loose, the hub wiggled, and because the grease seal was stiff and cold, it wound up bending and allowing the fluid to leak out, and you wind up with a leak. But if the bearings are properly adjusted, I really don't care which seal you use. It'll be fine.
4: Okay. Okay. All right, so then you want to get the, I don't remember what you call it, the infinite adjuster nut instead of the cotter pin type?
2: Yes, pro-torque nuts. I love them.
4: Pro-torque, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for, yeah.
2: That's the one. All
4: righty. Well, okay. I appreciate you explaining that to me. Thank you.
2: Not a problem, buddy. You have a great day.
4: Okay, you too. Bye. Bye-bye.
2: Okay, is off the air. And we have managed to do an hour of this. We haven't insulted too many people. Questions are all answered. It's time for us to sign off. I will not be back personally for two weeks, but Kevin may or may not decide to do a show next week. We'll see. See how he feels.
6: Thank you all. It's been a good time.